Thank you for joining us for today's message. We are always so encouraged to hear how God is using Adventure Church to speak into your life. If you would like to support Adventure Church financially, you can do so online and help us bring messages just like this one to you each and every week. Now let's prepare our hearts to hear a word from God. All right, well, welcome again today. We're so glad you're here. It's our final message in our Christmas at the Movie series, and I believe, in my opinion, we have saved the best for last. And so I want to welcome all of you here today, especially those of you joining us online, wherever you're at. Thanks for tuning in today. Well, Clark has some big expectations, doesn't he? Clark had some expectations on how he thought Christmas would go, how he wanted it to go, how he wanted the tree to be, the lights on the house to be, the Christmas bonus, the family, the dinner. He had all of these plans, and as his wife was telling him, you set expectations that really no one can live up to. Your standards are so high that I'm just afraid you're going to be let down. Clark's expectations weren't realistic, and the problem is, is with unrealistic expectations is that they lead to this thing called frustration. And in life, hopefully, if you're like me, you're constantly trying to figure out how to eliminate the frustrations of life, how to get rid of them. And if you have expectations that are unrealistic and that'll never be met, I can promise you one thing, you're going to always be frustrated. I call it the frustration gap. And today's message is going to be maybe less of a sermon and more of like a lesson, of a, a, almost a leadership lesson, this principle that I'm going to talk about today and how we can kind of close the gap uh, between our expectations and what we experience, I think will help you in every area of your life. But I believe we have a slide that kind of explains this for you. And I've learned this a number of years ago when I was in college, and it's been something that I continue to, to kind of think about and reproduce, but in life, you're going to have expectations. We all have them of way that you think things are going to be, and then what you have what I would call what you actually experience, and in between what you expect and what you experience, that gap is called frustration. That's what it is, and so in life, we have to figure out how do we close the gap between what we expect and what we experience. And sometimes that means that you need to lower the bar on your expectations. Sometimes that means that you need to change what you're doing so that you can change what you're experiencing, not based on the expectation, on expectations, but on what you're doing to maybe achieve those things. And so in life, what we're always trying to do, and hopefully today you'll learn how to do, is how do we close the gap between what we expect and what we experience. I tell people in premarital counseling all the time that there's going to be a gap between what you expect marriage to be like and what actually you experience. Can I get an amen from anyone who's been in a relationship? But ultimately, right, when, when you get married, they're going to experience a gap. You're going to have this idea of how you thought life would be, how you thought things were going to happen, and then you're going to have what you actually experience. Now, this goes for everyone, but however, I believe my wife somehow hit the jackpot, right? Because not only, not only did I meet her expectations, I have far exceeded what she could have ever dreamed or imagined in the scripture where God can do immeasurably more than you could ever imagine has never been more true than in our marriage together. Now, how many of you know that I'm being a little sarcastic this morning? And Jess was in first service and she just rolled her eyes like this, right? And the only way that I could ever meet her expectations, and they're not really high, she lowered the bar really low <laughs> for me. But in life, we have to learn how do we manage our expectations? 
how do we manage these things? Because it really can dictate uh, whether you're successful, whether you're satisfied, whether you're fulfilled in life. And I think this time of year, especially as we approach Christmas next weekend and the family and the festivities and all the parties and things that you're going to have to do. And many of you are probably hosting things and just like Clark was and, and, and your expectations going in, if you don't manage them the right way, you could be setting yourself up for failure. You see, expectations are what really determine whether or not you're going to be fulfilled or satisfied in your experiences. So if we set false or unrealistic expectations, we're going to put ourselves at a risk for a host of unwanted outcomes, perpetual frustration, disillusionment, uh, just depression, and damaged relationships. Even worse, what happens is, is these negative experiences of unmet expectations cause us to kind of lose our drive, to lose our motivation. Our morale goes in the tank. It leads to negative thinking. And the Bible says that as your thoughts go, so will your life go. So you can see how this thing called expectations really can be a driving force in our life. People who have kind of mastered the art of expectation and figured out how to close that gap, they say, have more positive attitudes, a happier outlook on life. Uh, They see the world differently. They experience fewer disappointments, less discouragement, and ultimately less frustration. So today we're going to talk about this holiday season as you approach Christmas and really life in general, how you can Manage your expectations to close the gap between what you experience and what you expect to limit frustration in your life. And so the first thing that we have to apply today to this, it's a simple truth, but what you need to do is expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Let's take a look. Expect the unexpected, right? In life, just a rule of thumb. Just plan for things not to go the way you plan for them to go, right? How many of you would say that, that maybe your life has been a little that way? That it's not exactly how you expected it would be? That there were some unexpected things that have happened throughout your life that you weren't planning on happening, right? And if we can go into life, into situations, into our family, into our marriages, into our careers with the idea that more than likely... Things aren't always going to go the way I expect them to go. In fact, the Christmas story is full of unexpected things that have happened. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 33, we we find the Christmas story. And it says that God had sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you, confused and disturbed, unexpected things happen. Mary is thinking, what could the angel, this angel mean? Don't be afraid, he said, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus, and he will be very great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his, of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and his kingdom will never end. And we love that story, and we love the promise that Christmas means, and what Jesus' birth means to us. But let me give you a little context this morning. It wasn't what Mary had expected for her life. She was a teenager. This was a teenage pregnancy, could have been on Mari Povich, you know what I mean? She's 15 years old, scholars believe, engaged to be married to this man, 
And all of a sudden, God says, hello, you are so favored that I'm going to put my son inside of you, and you're going to have the responsibility of raising the Savior of the world. Don't mess this one up. Joseph, here he is, a godly man, getting ready to be married, so excited about his future. And Mary goes, hey, hey, Joseph, I got to tell you something. Um, I'm pregnant. What? Whose kid is it? Um, it's, it's God's, it's, it's, it's God's son. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, what did you say? Uh, so think about this within the context of their lives and what's happening. Try and explain this situation to your family. Trying to, you know, avoid the rumors that are going to begin to spread around town of what's happening that here Mary is starting to show and she's not even married yet. And in those times, that was one of the things that could get you outcasted from the culture. And, and, and her reputation of her parents is now being questioned. And, and their lives have been turned upside down. This isn't how she thought her engagement would go. This isn't how she thought the birth of her first baby would go. Life is full of the unexpected. It's full of it. And if we go into life not planning for the unexpected to happen, not expecting some bumps in the road, we're going to be continually let down and frustrated. Clark had set himself up for failure. His perfect plan wasn't reasonable, nor was it possible. We must have realistic expectations or we're going to continually set ourselves up for disappointment. Think about it this way. When it comes to our family and how we relate to one another, maybe your spouse this morning or your fiance, your relationship that you're in, if they do what you expect them to do, you won't even be grateful for it, right? Well, that's what I expect you to do. That's how I expect my wife to do. That's what I expect my husband to be. That's how I expect my kids to be. And if they don't do what you expect, you're going to be frustrated, right? You're going to continually be frustrated. So the more reasonable we are in our expectations, the fewer disappointments we're going to have, which will hopefully contribute to a more fulfilled life. Today, I want to tell you, take it easy on yourself. You know what you're capable of. This time of year, many of you are already planning what those goals are going to be in January. What you're going to try to do as the new year comes and all the, the things you're going to accomplish next year. And maybe there's been some disappointment this year and you're, you're going to move forward. But I just want to tell you to be careful about setting expectations for yourself that are unrealistic. Listen, you're not going to drop 30 pounds in the first two weeks of January. It's not possible, right? But in your mind, you're going, hey, as soon as I, you know, once I get through all these parties and things settle down, as soon as that last bowl game is over, you know, uh, I'll be ready to go and I'll, I'll get back on track. I'll do those things. And it's good to push yourself, but there's a fine line between pushing yourself and setting yourself up for failure. It's important to find that line so you don't limit your own accomplishments or on the other end of the spectrum, end up feeling depressed and unfulfilled. Take it easy on yourself. Be realistic in the expectations you have of yourself and what you can do and, and how much you can take on. You can't do it all. You can't be all things to all people. So just take it easy on yourself. And you should say amen to that. You're looking at your, yes, take it easy, right? Take it easy on others. Take it easy on your family. Take it easy on your wife. Take it easy on your husband. Take it easy on your kids. Listen, expect and embrace the mess that a holidays bring, right? It is, right? It's messy. When you put your family together, you gather your entire family that you only see a couple times a year and put them all around a table and expect it to go good. That's not realistic, right? 
Everybody has a cousin Eddie in the family. They're going to show up. They're going to bring all their drama with them. They're going to bring all that stuff they've been posting on Facebook that you've just been rolling your eyes at. They're going to talk to you about it at dinner. That's what's going to happen. So expect it. Expect the unexpected and just embrace it for what it is. Embrace the mess. Change your mindset when it comes in. Embrace the cousin Eddie's in your family. At least Clark said, he goes, you know, of all the faults that Eddie has, he says his heart is bigger than his brain. He just can't help it, right? Find the best in people, not the worst. Focus on that. Let me just tell you right now, let's just get it over with. Your Christmas is not going to go perfect. Someone's going to burn some food. Aunt Susie's going to show up and she's not going to stop talking. You know, you're the, the one uncle that tells you the same joke every year, time and time again. He's going to be there, right? The kids are going to break something. They're not going to get what they want. That present that you know is just going to be the perfect gift for that person. They're going to look at it and go, oh, that's nice, right? right? That's just the kind of stuff that's going to happen. Someone's going to get in a fight. Family is messy, so expect the mess and just embrace it. Just embrace it for what it is. So you have to expect the unexpected and also to close the gap between what you're experiencing and what your expectations are to limit frustrations. You also have to express what you expect. Let's take a look. You see, Cousin Eddie at least was willing to express his expectations. He had a list already made and in fact he said, Clark, go ahead, get yourself something real nice as well. But he, he expresses expectations in the Christmas story in Luke chapter 1 when Mary is presented with this situation that she didn't expect, that she wasn't planning on. This is how she responds. She, she asks the angel, how is this going to be since I am a virgin? And the an angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. This is what you can expect. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God for no word from God will ever fail. You see, Mary had the courage to ask, what are the expectations here? What is going to be required of me to fulfill what God wants for my life? What is this going to be like? How is this going to happen? What can I expect? And she got her answer, and then she adjusted her life based upon the answer that she got. She didn't say, oh, well, how is this going to fit into my plan? This isn't what I had planned. She said, okay, God, I take you at your word. I take you at what's happening. And she took God at, at, at what he wanted to happen, and she made peace with it. And she said, this is God's will, and she was ready to move forward. And in our lives, things aren't going to go the way we expect. We have to trust God, though, that he's working things out, as Mary did. But we also have to have the ability to express what our expectations are to those in our lives. I tell Jess all the time, and we learned this early on in our marriage, just assume I'm not smart, that I'm stupid, and that if you don't tell me something, I don't know. So if you're frustrated with me, and you think I'm smart enough to pick up on what I should be understanding here, or what I'm doing to upset you, or what I'm doing, don't assume that I'm smart. Just assume I'm an idiot, okay? And just tell me what you're upset about. Express, communicate what your expectations are so that I can at least attempt, probably will fall short, attempt to try to meet your expectations. You see, when we're realistic and reasonable in our expectations and we communicate them to those around us, 
then we can close the gap between what we expect and what we experience. You see, unexpressed expectations will often go unmet simply because you've never expressed that this is something that you would like. This is something you'd like to see in your marriage. This is something you'd like to see from your family. You see, it's not realistic for us to expect expect people, even those closest to us, to always know what's in our heart and mind and to be actively working towards meeting those unexpressed expectations. When you start counting on others to meet your unspoken needs and desires, you are setting yourself up for heartache and for disappointment. And by simply expressing what you expect could hopefully help change that. If, if. It's reasonable and realistic. Most of us, however, do the exact opposite. We express our frustrations, and we do so passionately. But we don't, on the front end, express our expectations. I have a terrible habit of this, just the way I'm wired. So if something doesn't go to my plan, I told you a couple weeks ago, I'm a planner. I I got everything planned. And so when my plan, when something unexpected comes in, it's it's hard for me to just roll with it. And so when things are happening at the house and and, and, and things, you know, we don't have the perfect marriage, by the way, just so you guys know. But like, and so if Jess isn't meeting one of my expectations, instead of expressing like, hey, this is my frustration. This is what I thought was going to happen. This is what I was hoping would happen. I just get all huffy puffy about it. Anybody else like that? Right? So I just come home and from work and I'm expecting this or that and it's not there this isn't happening the way I thought and why is she expecting me to do this and so I just go okay okay, fine okay fine and I'll I'll get something out and I'll just kind of slam the cabinet kind of loud hey do you notice that do you see that I'm not really happy right now okay right hey oh fine I'll clean this up (laughs) I'm huffing and puffing that's just kind of how I do it and that's not healthy that's not the way you should do it and on the front end though if I said hey babe this is what would be very helpful for me if you, if you were to help me in this, and if you could maybe help this, and when I got home, if, if it was maybe like this, and I didn't have to do, man, that would really make my day a lot easier. That would really make it a lot better, and vice versa. Hey, what are your expectations of me? What do you need from me when I get in the door, when we do this? And when it comes to, to family and Christmas, I'm just telling you, express what you expect. Tell them what you expect. If you're hosting dinner, let them know. This is what time it starts. This is what time it's over. So it's from 1 to 4, and at 4 o'clock, you're out the door, okay? You're not hanging out anymore. It's time for you to go. The game's going to be on, and I need need a break. Express those things. Tell people on the front end, this is what you can expect. This is what I'm expecting from you. But if we don't express them, and and we just will lead to a fight, and it's unmet expectations, which leads to frustration, which leads to a fight, and it could all have been saved if you simply would have, like I told Jess, assume I don't know unless you tell me. I want to meet your expectations. I want to do what you want me to do. But if you don't do that, if you don't express them, I can't meet them. So what expectations do you have for your family this Christmas? What expectations do you have for your spouse and for your uh, significant other? What are, are they realistic? Are they reasonable? If so, communicate them, have a conversation about it. And I'll tell you this. Expect more from yourself than you do anyone else. That's biblical. That's what Jesus did for you and me. Set the bar high for yourself. I'm going to lead by serving. I'm going to lead by example. I'm going to put what my expectations are to the side and what I want to happen, and I'm going to put the needs of others first. I'm going to set the bar high for myself, low for others, because that's what Jesus did for you and for me. 
He set the bar really high for himself. He never sinned. He lived a perfect life. He came into this world. And for you and me, he cuts us a lot of slack, doesn't he? He does for me anyway. He gives me a lot of grace in the areas that I fall short of the expectations of his word for my life. And he extends a lot of mercy to me. And he says, the best example that you can be of Jesus, of the love of God this Christmas to those family members that really you'd rather not see to the situations and the things that you have to go to and all these activities, that if you'll set the bar high for yourself, if you'll go in with a servant's heart and a loving attitude to say, you know what, I'm going to embrace the Cousin Eddies even though they drive me crazy. I'm going to have a conversation. I'm going to be willing to go above and beyond to serve my family this Christmas. If you set the bar high for yourself, Jesus says, if you do that, that he will then meet your expectations, that he will be the one to fulfill you, that there's a ton of fulfillment when you serve and love others, when you set the bar high for yourself and low for others, that's what Jesus did. So to close this gap between what we experience and what we expect, we have to expect the unexpected. Things aren't going to go to plan. You have to be willing to express what you do expect, to have open lines of communication, that we set the bar high for ourselves, low for others. And then I would encourage you, especially this time of year, to focus not on your unmet expectations, but to focus on the experience that God's trying to give you. Let's take a look. See, Clark was finally able to move beyond his unmet expectations to see what was really important, and it was the experience that family brought. And it's the same in our life. In Luke one thirty-eight, Mary responded to this unconventional plan for her life and she said I'm the Lord's servant may your word to me be fulfilled despite what this was going to mean for her the inconvenience this was going to cause her life she said God have your way accomplish your will may I experience what you want me to experience may I trust that even when things don't go to plan that you're still at work that you're unfolding your purpose in my life and that I follow you by faith. God, may you have your way and accomplish your will was her prayer. In Luke 2, it said when they were pursuing God and they accepted this plan that they were on their way to Bethlehem, the town of David, that Mary and Joseph were going and because uh, he belonged to the house of David, he went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to this man and was expecting a child while they were still there. The time came for the baby to be born. So they didn't get where they wanted to go. They didn't make it to the hospital. Water breaks. Another unexpected thing. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. They wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. So here they are pursuing God, accepting his plan. Again, expectations aren't being met. How many of you ladies would love to have your baby in a barn surrounded by animals? Here I am giving birth to the Son of God, embracing this, and still things aren't going the way that I expected them. But Mary had learned to just embrace the experience, to know that God was in control, that he was fulfilling his will and accomplishing what he wanted to accomplish. And we have to do the same thing in our life. We have to allow God to, 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 to work his plan regardless of what we expected it to be. And you can't allow what you expected to happen to keep you from what God really wants you to experience. It's oftentimes that we allow our unmet expectations to really ruin 
what God wanted us to experience the entire time. You see, Clark learned it wasn't about the plans. It wasn't about all the preparation and the parties and the presents and and just uh, all this stuff that he was trying to accomplish. But really, when it came to it, it was about the Christmas star. It was about what it meant. It was about God's presence and the presence of his family that was most important. The band's going to come and we're going to close out. And as we move into Christmas week and all that it's going to bring, and the kids are going to get out of school the end of next week, and they're going to be with you, and you just lost all of your child care for the next couple weeks, and family's going to come into town, and things are going to happen. Things aren't going to go to plan. Just, Just expect it to happen. Expect the unexpected. Embrace whatever it brings, knowing that God is ultimately going to accomplish his purpose and you will experience what he wants you to experience. What it really is all about if you'll decide to focus on what's really important. Today I would love for you to make this commitment that I'm making this holiday and this Christmas is that I'm not going to let anything that will ultimately mean nothing keep me from the most important thing. Jesus and my family. We all have expectations. We all have the way we want it to go. And it's not wrong to do that. But sometimes God exceeds our expectations, not by taking us higher or giving us more than we thought, but actually by taking us deeper. Sometimes you have to get to your lowest point to realize that even at that point, God is there with you. And that's really what the Christmas story is all about. That Emmanuel that God came to be with us so that we could experience all that he brought with him. You see, he brought heaven to earth so that you could experience peace, so that you could experience joy, so that you could experience fulfillment, that you could have hope no matter how helpless you feel, that even in the midst of some of the greatest storms that come your way, and you may be in the middle of one right now, that your life didn't go the way you expected it to go, But if you will trust God, if you will make him, as we sang earlier, the cornerstone of your life, the firm foundation that you build your life upon, that you can know and trust just like Mary did. And you you can have the same prayer as her. God confronted her before he told her what was going on. He said, you are favored. God has chosen you for this unconventional plan. But you're highly favored. You've been chosen by God. And Mary could have said, this isn't my plan, this isn't what I want, this isn't what I expected, and missed the whole experience that God had for her. But she kept the positive attitude. She focused on what God wanted, and her prayer was, Lord, may it be as you said. Have your will, have your way. This isn't what I planned, but God, I trust that even when things don't go the way that I want them to go, that you are constantly working behind the scenes. And if I will stay faithful pursue you and to trust you, that you will ultimately accomplish what's most important in my life. That's what we can experience this Christmas, because Emmanuel, God came to be with us. So this morning, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what your upcoming week looks like. I don't know all that's put on your plate and all you're trying to juggle, but I do know this, that if you will trust God, if you'll put your faith in him, if you'll put your belief in him, He will be with you. And even in your darkest hours, in your lowest points, God will be there with you. He will accomplish his purpose. And you will experience, just as Mary did, an amazing story 
that is still being told thousands of years later that God did something amazing through her life simply because she was willing to say, God, I trust you. May it be as you said. It's not going to go the way you expect, but it can all work out for his good if you'll continue to follow and trust God. Amen. Would you stand with me today? I just want to encourage you to make this song your prayer today as we close out and sing of what Christmas is all about. And today I hope that you'll sense that he is here, that he is with you, that he's for you, that he is working behind the scenes, that he is accomplishing your purpose, his purpose in your life. And if you'll trust him completely, you will experience all that God has for you. And I'm just telling you that God's plan for you is far greater than anything you can plan for yourself. So although some of your your expectations have been unmet, I guarantee you, if you trust God, he'll exceed them in ways you never could have dreamed or imagined. God, we love you. Today, we surrender all that we are to you. We trust you. And may our hearts and our prayers be just like Mary's, that we will say, God, may it be as you have said. We trust you. Accomplish your will. Have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name.